Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dakiwood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyanukokraba. Now on today's message. For you this morning, it is by grace we are saved, and by grace we are alive. We have come to receive this engrafted word of God that will continue to save our souls. I pray for everyone that is here. Bless them through today's message. Do what pleases you amongst us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please take your seat. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor you are welcome. This morning I want to talk about a very important subject. I'm still talking about Honoring. God wants us to honor. So today I'm looking at signs of dishonor. And this will be hopefully my last in this series. Signs of dishonor. You are dishonoring such a person. Look at, let's look at Romans chapter 13, verse 7, which has been our main scripture for this particular subject. Romans chapter 13, verse 7. To dishonor is also to despise. To honor is to esteem. To dishonor is to despise. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 13 verse 7. Reverend Richard. Reverend Richard, where are you? Okay. Next week, please. I want my TV up here. I needed to preach. Okay. Because I'm depending on, but it's not coming. Okay, so I have to open my Bible. Who is there? Romans 13 7. Alright. Bible says, hmm, got there. It has come. <laughs> Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear. And honor to whom honor. And so, There are some people who deserve our honor. You may be with your wife. Your wife is, with all due respect in context, is supposed to honor you. You don't have to really honor your wife. Okay, because, listen, because you can take a decision that will affect your wife. By the time she realizes she's no more, because you are the head as the husband. In a sense, yes, husbands must also honor their wives. But usually, the one who must honor is the one who is low or down. So children must honor. I say, children, obey your parents in the Lord. 
honor your father and your mother because if you don't honor your father and your mother, they can take a decision that will affect you. But just here, tears here. Same way, wife, honor your husband. In the same way, church members must honor their pastors. In the same way, employees must honor their bosses. Reverend Felix, I want us to clap for our pastor has been ordained as a reverend minister. Oh my God, you're clapping. I am happy. Personally, I am very, 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 very happy. Before I close, I'll let you pray for us. Yeah. Last week he was at Hongway. Bishop Queen ordained Mr. Felix. Now he's a reverend minister. It's a promotion in the spirit. Let's clap again for the Lord. <clears throat> so, today, today I want us to look at signs of dishonor. Tiabene no hunse, obi emfani di esenefata, efata ema niana esodimano. And it's very important to know. I'm giving you the points and then I'll just be going through them according to my time. So number one. Very important. Please number one, write it down. Your absence, your absence can be a sign of dishonor. Your absence. Can you be typing it? Your absence can be a sign of dishonor. Example. Hmm. Samuel. Write it down. Example. Samuel to King Saul. Even if I give you the points, I don't talk much. I think you'll get it. Oh, you'll not get it. Yeah. Example, Samuel to King Saul. Number two. I'm talking about signs of dishonor. Number two. Your failure to call on someone. Your failure to call on someone. Example. The wise man to King Herod. Example, the wise man to King Herod. I'll explain. Okay, so let me read again. Number one, your absence can be a sign of dishonor. Example, Samuel to King Saul. Number two, your failure to call on someone. Example, the wise man to King Herod. Number three, disregarding advice. Disregarding advice. Example, King Saul to God. Example, King Saul to God. And then you can just add some flesh to it. Okay, disregarding advice. Example, King Saul to God. Point number four, please. Leaving home. Leaving home. Example, the prodigal son to his father. Leaving home. 
example the prodigal son to his father. Leaving home. Example, the prodigal son to his father. Number five, I'm going up to six, but I cannot share all today. Number five, your stubbornness, your stubbornness is a sign of dishonor. Your stubbornness is a sign of dishonor. Example, Pharaoh to God. Example, Pharaoh to God. Example, Pharaoh to God. The last point, point number six. I hope I'm not moving too fast. Point number six. Pretense and deception. Pretense and deception. Example, the Pharisees to God. Example, the Pharisees to God. Do you have the points? I should go over again. Okay. The points are more important than I will share, but so let me go over again. Number one, those of you who wrote it, can we say it together? Your absence can be a sign of dishonor. Example, Samuel King Saul. Okay? Example, Samuel to King Saul. Please let's go. Point number two. Your failure to call on someone. Example, the wise man to King Herod. The wise man to King Herod. Number three. Can we say it together? Disregarding advice. Example, King Saul to God. Number four, let's say it together please. Leaving home. Example, the prodigal son to the father. I think you're already getting the message. Number five, let's say it together please. Your stubbornness. Example, Pharaoh to God. Pharaoh to God. And number six, which is the last point. Let's say it together. Pretense and deception. Example, the Pharisees to God. I want you to clap your hands for Jesus before I share the word. Hallelujah. So, because of time, I have a very short time. So, I'm going to be running through a little bit, not preaching much, reading more. And then sharing some few things and then God will bless us. So our first scripture is First Samuel chapter 15 verse 28 to 30. That is for the points number one. That is your absence. As interesting, your absence can be a sign of your dishonor to someone you must honor. And look at the scenario. In this case, Samuel was a prophet but he was under a king. And the king was King Saul. And someone was supposed to have been in a program that King Saul was chairing. But because King Saul has misbehaved, someone decided not to come. And so Saul sent a message begging someone to please come. Otherwise he can see, say, Amam for best reno. Obunenimtia. 
Sometimes you invite somebody for your program. If the person comes, you say that, ah, thank you so much because you have honored me. Oh, Bishop, thank you so much for coming. But if Bishop doesn't come, it's also a message. If your boss comes, it's a message. If your boss doesn't come, it's a message. If your wife comes, it's a message. If your wife doesn't come, it's a message. So in First Samuel chapter 15, verse 28, the Bible says that, And Samuel said unto him, The Lord has rent the kingdom of Israel from thee this day, and has given it to a neighbor of yours. That is better than thou. And also, the strength of Israel will not lie nor repent. For he is not a man that he should repent. Then he said, I have sinned. So King Saul said, I have sinned. Yet, honor me now, I pray thee, before the elders of my people and before Israel, and turn again with me, that I may worship the Lord thy God. I beg you, honor me now. King Saul could see that his elders had gathered, and he, they were waiting for someone. And someone sent a WhatsApp message that I cannot come. And King Saul said, oh, please, I beg you, please. People have come from all over. But someone said, I don't come because of your sin. I don't come because of your sin. So, one of the ways to know that you are dishonoring somebody is when you are absent, when you are expected to be there. So, let's say we are having a convention this week. Some of you have decided not to come. It's, it's a sign to me that you want to dishonor me. I don't take it lightly. But if you come, I say, wow, I've tried because you're a very busy person. You come very late, but you have even come at the last few minutes. Huh, I, I immediately put you here. Say, wow. Wow. That's one thing I like about this young lady called Abla. Now, they, I hear they used to stay here, Mr. Nidoho. But now they stay very far. I know their house. To me, I think it's one of the most furthermost. But Abla will come for every program. Yesterday, crusade, when we closed, I couldn't sleep. Because I kept asking, Abla, where are you? Abla, where are you? Around 12, she was still traveling. 12. She was still traveling. At a point, I couldn't hear from her. This morning, I saw her message that her phone went off. I was worried. But it's a sign of honor. She's trying to honor God. She's trying to honor the man of God. She comes to sing before I preach. She could have said, Daddy, you know, it's fine. I can't come. But she will force. But some of you, what here? Crusader. Conventional. And then you go and say, it's a type of dishonor. It's a type of dishonor. It is a time. Hey, because it's a drug, it's a medicine. It's a medicine. When you have a program and you invite me, with my busy schedule, I ha- I am so busy that I can see I'm even growing lean. Yeah, you have no idea. So busy, apart from taking care of this cathedral, I also help with the administrative things of the whole denomination. 
So it's 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 loaded. So if I come like I went to Chebis Street for a funeral, <laughs> the family was shocked. I'm saying, yeah, I had to come. You could see in my eyes. I just I was there for about twenty minutes or thirty minutes. I had to sit among the clergy, and then at the point they went to the funeral, I had to be there, and then just at least to be there, and then after that I had to vanish. Just your presence was appreciated because they were expecting you to come around, to come and honor. It's not lightly. I can easily say, I can't come because it's so tight. Because of you, I'll honor you. And everybody in this church, if you are invited, if you invite me, I will come. Even if I don't come, I'll send one of the senior most people to come to honor you. I went one day to a place called Hatogodo. Hatogodo. Oh, Hatogodo. Those who know the place in Volta region. Hatogodo. After Akachi, you go to Hatogodo. I didn't know the place. But to go and honor my choir leader who was having a wedding in Hatogodo. Instead of doing it Akimoda, he went, she went to Hatogodo. I said, I will come. Because I told a person years ago that if it's your wedding, I'll come. And I had to honor the person. Your absence is a sign of dishonor. So what are some of the places and people that have invited you or were expecting you to come and you did not appear? It's a sign of dishonor to them. And they also not take it lightly. Number two. Point number two was what? Your failure to call on someone. Hmm. Example. I think you should write examples. The example was what? The wise man and the king Herod. You see, in this story, King Herod had been the king in, in Jerusalem, in Judea, the whole of that region for a long time. Never ever had he had wise men visiting. <laughs> no wise man had visited King Herod. And he was not worried. Until he heard that some wise men have come to visit a baby that has been born. And the baby was Jesus. Hey, when King Herod heard it, himself came. I said, hey, the men are Gold, frankincense, and Then himself came and he said, These people have dishonored me. I will take a decision. My servants, go into the city and look for all babies that are two years and below and kill all of them. Why? Because of what had happened. Because the wise men did not call on him. Sometimes, especially if you're dealing with a boss, and your boss hears that you have come around the area, or you came to the office, but you pass in front of the door, you didn't say hello to him. Let me tell you, your boss will take note of it. Say, wow, you came to this place and you didn't say hello to me? That's why when a decision came to promote somebody, they didn't consider you. <laughs> not because you are not good, though. 
You've been dishonoring your boss. Nkete, 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 nkete. Bubu, buha. Oba, shoya. I say, oh, ebi, amini, obi, jina, ho. Mwabi, chiyo, nino. Mwetwem. Mi teki noto. Oh, no, papa, oh. Oh, sorry, no, pa. One can good morning. I've been single kitchen. No, I can't good. I can't can good morning at the cocoa. Okay, cocoa, good morning. Now we are not betray. We call them. One can good morning to Papa. Oh, Papa, take it note. So ban out the list. I would do. Oh, Daddy, we pass. We pass. Let me talk. Let me talk. Let me talk. Daddy, we pass. Um, consumable because you have been dishonoring your dad, and some of us we take it for granted. That is why. You don't honor your mother. You just disregard your mother. It is when you need her that you now say something to her. King Herod, I'm not saying King Herod did the right thing, but he, he did what we all do. I'll kill all of such people who you are honoring. Some people are bitter and jealous because we dishonored them. Preaching on Mr. Bibombi. Sometimes I also no preaching Because I remember some few times when prophet is there and I've gone to see some people and it's like I'm trying to then I stand fine and I said, prophet, he said, yeah, but I could have waited and then, but I don't do that. It's a type of dishonor. Me, I'm guilty. How many are guilty with this point? Your pastor is guilty. You too, you'll be guilty some. <laughs> How many want God to show us mercy? Lift up your hand and say, Lord, have mercy on us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Point number three. What, what was it? Disregarding advice can be a sign of dishonor. Example, I can't hear you. King Saul, to God. So I'm reading here. I once advised some church members not to go into debt. Although they sat there humbly and listened to all my preaching, they actually did not respect my words. Angelina, they completely disregarded my advice. And some people actually ended into deep debt the very next week. The financial steps that they took showed complete disregard for me and my input. To honor someone is to take notice of his advice and to try to follow it. Mod, to follow it. You're attempting another mode to follow his advice shows that you actually respect him. The man comes in. Those church members who heard me preach that death, going for loans, it's not good, dishonored me when they disregarded my advice. Indeed, some of them in their private moments said things like, he doesn't know anything about living in America. What does he know about business? Things do not work without loans. 
He's a pastor. He doesn't know anything about financial engineering, leveraging, amortization, derivatives, and mortgages. They, they were quoting some financial terms, <laughs> which were all word salads, you know. <laughs> father once said to me, this is Bishop Dad, this is Bishop Dad. My father was, I'm reading Everton, because I want to use that as a scenario for this point. My father once said to me, do not drive someone else's car. And in honoring my father, I have followed this advice, although I could have disregarded it as being the ideas of an old man. Disregarding someone's advice and input is a sign of dishonor. There are many governments that simply humor ministers of God. They completely disregard advice, counsel, and inputs made by men of God. The advice they actually respect is the advice that is politically right. Anything that helps with winning an election and remaining popular is considered good advice. The disregard of any advice coming from the church is a sign that they actually do not respect the church. And this is it. To dishonor someone is to disregard, is to ignore, and to neglect the person's wisdom, his thoughts, his revelations, his ideas, and his plans. Hey! Two papa two for say, men worry. I am dealing with a lot of such issues where marriages are struggling because let me give you a particular scenario. I met this man of God, Pastor. Or worry, you know, within two years and you know. It was a marvel that the father of the daughter that had died, the father said, over my dead body, to the, to the daughter, over my dead body, and I don't want to see the man. So when I heard it, I said, ah, well, before you mind, was there a flow between Obani Papa and you? No, she, oh, there wasn't much flow, but the mother, was flowing with me. And I'm saying, did the father accept the marriage? No, she no. But my wife told me that my mother, her mother said, we should forget about the father. As someone are going into the thing, the father is into occult. So after the death of the wife of this young man's the young man has been suffering, ah, suffering with issues, issues. So when by prophetic whatever I was talking, I was entering into because I've seen some before. He began to see that what I was saying was true. And I said, Your problem, even now, it is because of that. You disregarded. What about your parents? What did they say when you're about to marry? I said, My parents said that if the man says he's not accepting, forget about the girl. So why did you continue? And now your, your wife is dead less than two years. Papa ni shira e nyomechi. 
If the father and the mother's blessing are not with you, forget it. I've been in weddings, officiating weddings, and parents are not smiling. <laughs> and I ask why. It's because sometimes the children have pushed their parents to come and sit there. You've held my hand and said, Daddy, if you love me, Daddy, if you love me, please come and <laughs> if you love me. <laughs> okay, Daddy has come. <laughs> even, every time, even signing of that thing. <laughs> The daddy is not happy. He can see something that he knows that he cannot explain to you well together. How many of us are disregarding people that are very important in our lives? And what they have said? And what they are saying? Maybe that's what is costing your life. Maybe that's what is reducing your health. Maybe that's why you are sick. Maybe that's why you are dying slowly. It's not a joke. It's not everybody that you can disregard, but there are some people in your life you don't have to disregard what they say. To dishonor. When you ignore someone's teachings, you dishonor him. Especially if you are part of a family that claims to be following him. For example, this is our church. Those who earnestly take note of Prophet Acts' teachings and advice are those who honor him. So as a church, as your pastor, one of the advice I'll tell all of us, because I am also a son. You are also a son and a daughter. Thank God for all of us bishops who come to this church, but we are all children of Bishop Dag. We shouldn't forget that. He made me a bishop. I didn't get up and say, that's here the Lord, I am a bishop. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Somebody has to consecrate you. He has trained me up from when I was a young boy and then said that you can be a shepherd, then you can be a pastor, you can be a reverend, and then now you can be a, a bishop. It's the same shepherd's work, but you rise up into a higher level. He did that. So I am a, a big brother to you. I am a big brother to you. We are all children. And we don't have to forget it. Every ministry has the founder's teachings. And what the founder tells the church to follow. Pentecost has their written things that John McKee, um, what James McKeon wrote down for the church. Same for Methodist. Same for the UD Lighthouse. So, if you listen to Prophet by reading his books, by listening to the messages, by wanting to hear what he's saying, what you don't know is that God says that I will bless you because you are honoring my servant and the teachings that he's given to you. I want this church to be a church where we are always listening to Prophet. Forget about the things that are happening in the atmosphere. Assuming it is true. For those who have heard things, oh, prophet does not pay snakes, prophet does not do all those things. Assuming it is true, consider it as a human being's weakness. When Noah was found naked because he had overdrunk alcohol, wine, in his own room, it was not for his younger son. To go and tell everybody that, hey, Mama Meshe, da da da, Adija. No. But a young boy 
that the Bible says that foolishness is in the heart of the young. The young, the young boy rather said, Hey, come and see. Come and see. It is the young who misbehave. Come and see. Come and see. And the old brothers, the older brothers said, Ah, what is it? Say, hey, daddy is naked. Oh, but if daddy is naked, is this something you should talk about? And Bible says that the big brothers took a cloth. And both of them said, we don't have to watch how daddy is naked. I'm sure we can go back. Japheth and Shem. So they took the cloth and they started coming back. They did not look at daddy's mistakes. They did not even want to talk about it. You don't have to talk about what's happening. They didn't even talk about it. Let's come. Let's go. Let's go. And then they just pulled the cloth on daddy. And daddy was fast asleep. <sighs> Naked. In his room. Not in your room. In his room. So if, assuming it is true, the prophet Dag says that don't pay one and two and three people's names in our room or in his room. What, what has the social media has to do with talking about it? And those who are saying that, uh, he's not paying snakes and they are like harm. They are exposing things that they don't have to do. You are doing something wrong. Since I'm a wine cram, you won't even your funeral. at least. Only when you're a Look, if you are a wife and you marry a doctor, people give the honor they give to doctors to you as the wife of the doctor. If you marry a carpenter, they'll give the honor they give to carpenters to you. If you marry a bishop, they give the honor they give to a bishop to you. If you marry a, a, a pilot, they give the honor they give to pilots to you. So it is your husband's position that determines you. If you marry a president, no, you have become a president's wife. First lady. If you don't marry a, a president, you are the hundred and one millions, one million third lady. <laughs> we will not even mention your name. That is why you don't have to take it lightly. Wives, even if your husband has issues you're not happy with, you must still overlook it and honor your husband. And honor your husband. And honor your husband. And honor your pastor. And honor your bishop. And honor that boss. Your boss may be making mistakes, but don't talk about it. Oh, you know, since this boss came, he's making us make a lot of losses. When you talk like that, hey, make sure that your boss doesn't hear. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 20. Because they overheard something that their wives have told their sister, told their friend. They said, oh really? And from that day, something stops working. Every plane has two engines. I mean, if it's a smaller plane. If it's a big plane. Yesterday I was watching a documentary of the biggest plane. It's a cargo plane that has six engines. <laughs> it's called the Antonov. One, 
One of the engines can stop working, but the one other one can still be going for a while. Sometimes your husband's one engine is not working. Just moving on one. Sometimes your pastor's one engine is not working towards you. Curse not the king. Curse not the king. Curse not the king. You must honor the king. Curse not the king. No, not even in your thoughts. Why do you don't curse? Don't curse your king. And curse not the rich in your bedchamber. You said, since he came, look at what you are saying. Curse not me in your bedchamber. Bible says that for a bed, a bed, a bed, and maybe of the air shall carry the voice. And maybe your friend will concern anymore. And that which has wings shall tell the matter. So when Noah got up, I don't know how, but I'm sure one of those beds came and said, Noah, your last son is a very bad boy. So no one said, I don't feel, you know, sometimes, oh yes, there's a way you, you don't feel, there's something wrong. I don't feel that's how Noah felt. That's how the king will feel. And it is the bed that has ministered to your said, No, there's something. There's something that you are misbehaving. There's something. And that thing, when it registers into the king's heart, the king now begins to take a decision against you. May the Lord deliver us. Point number four, I'm closing. Living home. Living home. Example. What was the example we, we got? I can't hear you please. The prodigal son and his father. And I hope we all know that story. The prodigal son, Bible says in Luke chapter 15. I just want to read verse 17 and 18. Bible says that, and when he came to himself, this boy was staying with his daddy. There was cornflakes, there was wheat, there was uh, all kinds of breakfast that was available. Umpe, umpe light, there was heavy. Enjoy it. You were enjoying everything. You had your own room. Your big brother also had his room. Everything was available. What came into your mind to come to daddy and say, Uncle Mike, can you imagine that daddy, I don't know when you will die. But I've been thinking. Yes. What have you been thinking? I've been thinking that um, if you die, I don't know when you die, but if you die, what you will give to me at that time, give it to me now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> after now, me, I don't get it too. This boy was very bad. What was in his mind? What was he thinking? Do you want your daddy to die? Do you want your daddy to die? 
Ashwin, he was about, because he said he was a young boy, so about early 20s. And usually maybe your father gave birth to your own 25, 30. So your father was in his 50s. Do you want your father to die? So daddy said, son, what are you talking about? He said, daddy, I have a revelation. Please, just give it to me now. Dad talked, uh, and I'm sure that dad talked, called some friends, talked to my son, maybe called an uncle, talked to my son, and then the son said, this is what I've made my mind I want to do. And the dad said, okay, fine. I have this property, take it. I have this, take it. I have this, three cars, take one. I have this, what you tell you? And the guy took everything. I don't know what was in his mind. And Bible said that when he took them, he went into a far country. River Felix, a far country. Obi atape far. I drink pony with him. Far. Me dey me person me be two feet and I me cut na e tree tree. Hey, I drink pony be with him. Far. Why do you want to sit at the far end when you can come in front? Why do you stand far when everybody's coming close? Far. And he went far. And Bible says that he got friends. There are always some friends who like to misbehave and who would want to spoil things. He said, hey, Charlie, let's chill. My daddy has given me all this thing. Hey, I do, I do, baby, 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 he was blowing his life and turns. And then the friends were enjoying. You are see a dead. Remember Richard, then you buy the whole solo. Then you name any answer. phone I say, I feel then the phone no you see can I saw the rubber boom. Then what train on? You know, before anyone enjoy it, now be a journal. And the Bible says, verse 17, after a famine had come and hit him and he didn't know what to do, he went to get a job. He was working as somebody who takes care of pigs. Even a man or Russian on Sukran, nobody on the ground, the master said, Man, found Sanka. Because then the master knew Sika. First class. No, see, man, found Sanka. When he realized he was suffering, the Bible said that when he came to himself, that means that all this while, he was not himself. And most of us, we are not ourselves. He said, how many hired servants of my fathers have brain up and to spare and I perish with hunger. Verse 18, I will arise. On one road, didn't come on and go and go to my father. I'll go to my father. I'll go to my father. I'll go to my father. And I will say to my father, Daddy, Daddy, please, I am still young. I've sinned against heaven and before you. Next verse. Verse 19. And I'm no more worthy to be called your son. Make me one of your servants. Ah, when he took that decision, that I'll go back and honor daddy, 
tell daddy that daddy, you are still my daddy. Yeah, which some of us must do. Sometimes you have made some mistakes. I dear me, Yanni say, sometimes I want to be once in case me sorry. I hear no people have they can't say sorry to their husband. You can see your husband has changed. Instead of saying, Daddy, I am sorry. When I was angry, I threw the plate. When I was angry, instead of fufu, I gave you a, a pissier. I gave you bunch of pissier. I knew what I was doing. I don't know what I'm doing to my husband. Please follow your husband will change. I still moving around. Eh? Me, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's why it is going down and down and down. Instead of saying sorry to your boss, that boss, I am sorry. I came to knock on the next door, but I didn't come to your place. I, I have learned in church that your boss will say, "Oh, I didn't tell anybody, but since it's registered in your head, I've forgiven you." Now come, let me show you some documents I wanted to read through it Everything will change You don't want to do that Me I am not standing here as a bishop just by chance I have made some mistakes before And I had to go and beg Yeah You beg and then you are brought back If you don't beg, you will go down like that Some of you, that's how you are We are proud Proud Prouder Proudest When you leave home unceremoniously, you dishonor your parents. When you abandon the ministry, it is a sign that you dishonor it. When you walk away from your God-given position, it is a sign that you do not value or respect it anymore. Many pastors cannot rise and flourish because they dishonor the house that trained them and raised them up. Ministers who leave their houses are like dwarfs who cannot grow tall. Nothing that they do works. Prodigal sons and prodigal daughters do not prosper. The prodigal son in the world did not prosper. And the prodigal sons and daughters in the world today equally cannot prosper. Point number five. Your stubbornness can be a sign of your dishonor. Please, what example did we give? Can we read it louder? Pharaoh. And we all know the story. Look at it. In Exodus chapter 14, verse 1 to 4. And I'm quoting. Exodus 14, 1 to 4. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Can the communion be ready? And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they turn and encamp before Pai Haharirot, between Megdal and the sea. Over again, Al-Zevon, before it shall ye encamp by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land. The wilderness has shut them in, and our hardened Pharaoh's heart, that he shall follow after them. This is God speaking through Moses. And I will be honored upon Pharaoh, and upon all his hosts, that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. So God was ready to punish Pharaoh. To allow Pharaoh's heart to be hardened. To be stubborn. Because he was already stubborn. Said, 
So sometimes, when you see somebody who is, is almost like naturally stubborn, that person is naturally dishonoring. God decided that he was going to be respected by Pharaoh. He was going to get Pharaoh to respect him. Pharaoh did not respect the God of the Hebrews. Jehovah decided to teach Pharaoh a lesson. You are stubborn when it takes a long time for you to see and understand simple things. You are stubborn when it takes a long time for you to see and understand things. When you are stubborn. I didn't think I Edian, a chance what you say. It's because you're stop. You easily want to get things. You always want things to be explained to you. Explain to me with giving me seven reasons why I should listen to you. There are a lot of things you don't have to understand. Actually, there are twelve levels of obedience. The very lower level of obedience is things that you flow with. Very simple. But as you keep going higher, you get to a point where you don't understand why you should obey, but you have to obey. It's a higher level. Jesus said, Ah, I wish this cup would pass over me, but not my will, but your will be done. I don't understand it. But okay, if that's what you... That's a higher level. Jesus was obedient even unto death. You must be able to flow. That's why we use the word flow. There are a lot of things that God sometimes allows you to go through when you understand. But it gets to a point where you don't have to understand. You just have to flow. They that are willing and obedient, they shall eat the good of the land. You must be willing to flow. It's not everything you understand your husband. That's it. That's, 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 it's, that's, you enjoy your marriage. Me pastor, I can't. That is it. Me pastor has a convention this week. I have to, I have to cancel everything. That alone sets you on a level. One day you will need your pastor. And because you have been honoring him, he will also honor you. You will be shocked at that. Shocked at that is a, is a, is a present participle. I don't know if there's an English like that. Present participle of shocked. You will be shocked at that. You will be shocked at that. Pharaoh is an ultimate example of a stubborn person. He resisted God's instructions that came through the prophet Moses. Pharaoh did not respect the God of the Hebrews. He resisted the God of Israel. His stubbornness was a profound revelation of the disrespect for God. Stubbornness reveals resistance. When you are resistant towards somebody you must honor, you do not honor that person. Your yieldedness and your flow reveals your honor. Your yieldedness. I'm flowing. Whatever you say. Answering back. Arguing back. Reveals your dishonor and your resistance to instructions and ideas to whoever you must honor. Those days, 
Me na me di me di ma o. Oh, hey, sometimes why so, I I hear things and say, wow, wow, why so can be very obstinate. You challenge your husband. So me king, okunata kaso. Oh, hello. Before he married you. Hello, oh, please come and say hello to my mother. Oh, I'm giving you water. The way I now brought Because there are many wives, there are many ladies, and he chose you. But you're forgotten. I'm not saying your husband is perfect. No husband is perfect. I'm not saying your pastor is perfect. But your yieldedness is an honor to your boss, it's an honor to your pastor, it's an honor to your husband. Children, it's an honor to your parents. Silent refusal to obey and comply are all signs of dishonor. Fighting with an armed robber who is trying to have sex with you as a lady reveals your utter rejection of a despicable person. However, your yieldedness and your flow towards your husband who is trying to have sex with you reveals the honor and recognition for him. So it's okay for an arm robber who is trying to misbehave to, for you to insult him and then do everything. That's okay because she's right to dishonor. But somebody you must honor. You must give that person that view. You must flow. If your husband wants to blow you at night, at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m., even just before you go to work, you have to say, please come and do your work. Clap for Jesus. Some of you are pretending like what I'm saying. You don't understand. They are pretending. <laughs> Look at you. Don't do that to the poor pussycat. And the last point. Pretense and deception can be a sign of dishonor. And the example we gave was what? The Pharisees and God. The scripture we want to look at is Matthew chapter 15 verse 7 to 9. And we are done. Matthew 15 Bible says that ye hypocrites well did Isaiah prophesy of you saying these people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips but their heart is far from me but in vain they do worship me teaching for doctrines the commandments of men being a hypocrite and pretending all the time is a sign that you think you can deceive someone you esteem the person to have a lower intelligence. You think you can deceive him because you consider him to be a dimwit. When you try to humor or patronize an important person by saying things you don't believe, you draw upon yourself the severest of rebukes. God did not take it lightly when his people feigned respect and pretended to honor him when in fact their hearts were far from him. Over the years, I have seen how people try to pretend towards me. If you're a big man, you're a great person... Usually people pretend against you. And it's one thing you should know. Oh boss. Oh boss. I'm a Mali. Ah, Mali. I'm a Mali. Ah, Mali. It can be a song, you know. I'm a Mali. Ah, Mali. I'm a Mali. Look at you. You like songs, though. That's a dog. I'm a Mali. What, what? Because, hey, 
And that is why if you notice, when the attention is at home, husband and wife are not flowing. When a big person is coming, hey, Bishop, hey, Bishop, oh, we are happy to, oh, Malay, I'm a Malay, oh, Malay, I'm a Malay, hey, Malay, I'm a Malay, I'm a Malay, Obama, When they are not with me, they talk about everything else. But when they are with me, they talk about God. They talk about the church. They tell me their dreams, their desire to do missionary work. They speak with a soft and gentle voice. Sometimes some people cry when you have a call. Hello? 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 Bishop Chris. Oh, please. Oh, Male. Amen, Male. Eh, Male. Eh, Ba Male. Hey. To honor someone is to be gentle, genuine, and without pretense. Do not insult great people by assuming they are so in need of flattery, adulation, and idolization. Do not insult great people by pretending around them. Do not assume they are so stupid to be taken in by your little act of false and pretentious humility. Be real. And that is honor. Stand to your feet. Clap for Jesus. Lift up your hands to the Lord. We are all victims of this. We are saying, Lord, have mercy. Just for a few seconds. blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273-240-449-0540-774941. Stay blessed.